When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Glad to welcome you back to the Crimson Tide Sports Network. And it's time for The Other Booth, and it's presented by U.S. Wellness Meets. Today, we're visiting with Andy Burcham. He is the play-by-play broadcaster for the Auburn Tigers. And Andy, it's great to have you join us. It's Iron Bowl week, no matter which team you root for. This is a very special rivalry, and I know you must be excited for Saturday already. I am, yes, indeed. Uh, great game, great a game a year ago between Auburn and Alabama, uh, and Auburn knows how uh, how good Alabama is coming in this year. And I look I look forward to seeing the, the newly renovated uh, Bryant Denny Stadium and and being on the other side of the stadium in the press box this year. Yeah, a little different view for you guys coming up this year as Auburn makes the trip to Tuscaloosa to take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Andy, just can you give us a brief overall scouting report of what you've seen out of the Tigers this year? Well, I think it's been an improving team, Roger. Uh, listen, it, it struggled a bit out of the gate with uh, the first two losses coming on the road at Georgia. And then at South Carolina and Auburn, I'm not going to say gave the game away, but uh, South Carolina took advantage of some Auburn mistakes. Auburn had three interceptions in the game, and South Carolina, to its credit, took advantage and turned that into 21 points in a game that Auburn lost by eight. But since that point, uh, this has been an improving Auburn football team. Won the next week at Ole Miss. Really ran the ball well. Had a really good offense. Did not turn the ball over. Had a little trouble stopping the Ole Miss offense, but just about everyone has had trouble in that regard. And then the week after that, came back to Jordan-Hare Stadium and put together perhaps the most complete game of the season with a win at LSU. Knew it was going to be going into an off week, a bye week, so to speak, and was looking forward to that, getting some guys healthy. And then, of course, the COVID testing in Starkville. So Auburn was off for two weeks before it returned home to face Tennessee this past weekend. And um, 
Auburn won the ball game against Tennessee, avenging a loss against the Vols two years ago at Jordan-Hare Stadium, and now gets ready for e- easily the toughest test of the season for the Tigers. Yeah, Auburn coming off that win against Tennessee, and that was a tight game at halftime. What changed in the second half for Auburn, especially around that interception that was so critical, that pick six that helped Auburn get in front? Stay in front, really. Well, really, it was it, it was really from the first quarter on. Auburn did not play well in the first quarter against Tennessee and then really put things together. Tennessee jumped out, scored the first 10 points of the game. Auburn scored the next 10 points. The game was tied at half. Auburn came out and got a field goal on the opening possession. Tennessee was driving and was had, had driven the entire almost the entire length of the field with its ground game and decided to go to the air, and thankfully for Auburn it did. And Auburn got the pick six from Smoke Monday, who went 100 yards, and the game completely turned on that play, completely turned around on that play. At one point, Auburn had scored 27 unanswered points against against Tennessee and, and ended up winning the ball game. So a good win for Auburn against a good Tennessee ball club, and now you just get ready to, to go on the road and play in Tuscaloosa. And getting ready for this game in Tuscaloosa, how healthy is this Auburn team right now, especially concerning Tank Bigsby, one of your best players? Well, that's a good question. Uh, as of yesterday, and Gus Malzahn met with the media last evening, he listed Tank Bigsby, Alec Jackson, the starting left tackle, and Broderius Ham, the starting right tackle, all three as questionable at this point. Both of those tackles went out in that game against Tennessee. Bigsby only played about four plays, looked like it was an injured right hit. Uh, and so their health going into the Alabama game Saturday is a great big question mark at this point, Roger. I'm not sure when or if either of those or any of those three players will play on Saturday. So that's a big question mark for the Auburn Tigers. And then at the quarterback position now, we're seeing Bo Nix now in his sophomore season. How have you seen him grow from what happened last year? Some good moments, some tough moments in his freshman year. What is he giving Auburn right now? Uh, more consistency, I think, from an offensive standpoint. You know, he in the two losses uh, at Georgia and at South Carolina, he had four total interceptions in those. The game against Georgia, the interception really didn't play into a, a factor whether Auburn won or lost that football game. It certainly did at South Carolina and had not turned the ball over at all in any other game except for early in the game against Tennessee. Auburn was driving in the first half or the, the south end zone, looked like he had a chance to run for a first down in the red zone, perhaps a touchdown, had Anthony Schwartz in the end zone open and floated a pass that was intercepted by Tennessee. And Auburn hasn't won a game this season in which it has turned the ball over. So the Tigers had to do something that it has been unable to do on Saturday, which it did. But um, Knicks has been a better thrower this year. He has been more consistent in throwing the football this year and has been better at running the football. And that's been one of the big differences is Bo Nix as a weapon running the football this season. Slowing down Alabama's offense has been a problem for most teams that the Crimson Tide have faced so far this season. But Auburn does have some talent on defense. What can you tell us about some of the key playmakers on that side of the ball? Well, let's start up front. Colby Wooden, a redshirt freshman defensive tackle for Auburn, leads the Southeastern Conference in tackles for loss. Not as an end, but as a tackle. He is, I would say he's been a pleasant surprise because he has given Auburn more and earlier, I think, than the Tigers anticipated. The linebacking core is not a real deep spot right now for Auburn. It certainly was at the start of the season, 
But uh, Auburn had a player opt out at linebacker. And then in the Georgia game, lost K.J. Britt to an injured thumb, and he's yet to return. And so Auburn has had to go primarily at the linebacker spot with Jacoby McClain, uh, who figured in very heavily in the win against Alabama a year ago, and Owen Papo, uh, a true sophomore linebacker for the Tigers. And they've played a lot of snaps, and that's perhaps – the biggest concern about those two is how many snaps they've had to play so far this season. You go back to the to the backfield for Auburn, despite the fact that Auburn lost quite a bit. Four guys drafted in the NFL draft last year, including Noah Igbenogany, who was a first-round draft choice of the Miami Dolphins. Auburn really has turned in a very good year in the secondary. You look at uh, Roger McCreary, who has turned into a very good cover corner for the Tigers. Smoke Monday, who we talked about a little bit earlier, has been very good at safety for the Tigers as well. So I, I like the way that the the secondary has rounded into shape because it was certainly one of the question marks for Auburn on a defensive standpoint. Listen, Auburn has done a really nice job in the last month of taking away the opponent's very good receiver. Elijah Moore at Ole Miss, Terrace Marshall with LSU. I know it has its hands full this week. Uh, certainly with Devontae Smith and others. It'll be interesting to see that matchup on, on Saturday. Well, we're looking forward to Saturday's Iron Bowl between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Auburn Tigers, and really everybody in the SEC and in college football over the summer, Andy, mourn the loss of Pat Dye, who of course spent time here in Tuscaloosa on Coach Bryant's staff and was a longtime head coach of the Auburn Tigers, and then after he was head coach, stayed very involved with the program. What can you tell us about how Auburn has honored Coach Dye this season? Well, they're they're wearing a, a Pat Dye hat or Pat Dye sticker on their helmet, um, and and on the field at Jordan Air Stadium, the field that bears his name, Pat Dye Field, are are insignias with with PD and 60 Minutes, which was one of his mantras uh, as the head coach at Auburn. Play 60 Minutes. He has meant he has meant a great deal at Auburn, not just a football coach, not just as an athletic director but an ambassador, not only and not only for Auburn football, but for Auburn University. Um, someone that is dearly missed uh, with Auburn. He was someone that was at practice uh, right up until the time he went in the hospital. Uh, very involved at Auburn University athletically and, uh, and someone that, that is missed and, and will be for quite some time. No doubt about that, and that is a nice tribute that Auburn has done for him on the field and with the special hat that Coach Malzahn is wearing as well. Uh, it's time for the Iron yes. Bowl, Alabama against Auburn. Just from the Auburn perspective, what makes this rivalry so special in your eyes, Andy? Well, I mean, it's 365 years, uh, uh, you know, or 365 days a year. It, it, never, it never diminishes. So one thing that I learned when I moved down here in 1988 is – there's talk of the Iron Bowl every single day of the year. And as a player in this game, and I've never been a player, but just talking with them, it, it's, it's bragging rights for those that are from the state of Alabama. It's bragging rights for the fans against sometimes family members <laughs> for the entire year. And it, it means a great deal. Typically, this game means a great deal in the SEC Western Division. Uh, more times than not, the winner of this game moves on and plays in the SEC Championship game. And, um, you know, it, it's and, and, and Roger, there, you know, I, you hear about, well, you think about uh, Washington and Washington State or think about Ohio State and Michigan or I don't know, pick one doesn't matter. Uh, there's there is nothing as intense 
as this rivalry. And, uh, boy, it has produced some outstanding moments on both sides, on both sides in this rivalry down through the years. Well, we'll look forward to the next chapter that will be written coming up this Saturday at Bryant-Denny Stadium between the Auburn Tigers and the Alabama Crimson Tide. But, Andy, we just thank you for your time, for joining us here on the Crimson Tide Sports Network today. All the best coming up later this week. Have a happy Thanksgiving and safe travels here to Tuscaloosa. Thank you again. All right, Roger. Thanks, you guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. We'll see you at Bryant-Denny Stadium. That sounds good. That's Andy Burcham, and thank you for watching this interview. The other booth is presented by U.S. Wellness Meats. You can eat like a champion with U.S. Wellness Meats, grass-fed and pasture-raised at U.S. Wellness Meats. Their animals eat right, so you can too. Visit them at uswellnessmeats.com. Save 15% by using the promo code BAMA. So long, everyone, on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.